Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health. By integrating the comprehensive animal health product portfolio of Merck Animal Health with the innovative technologies of all flex livestock intelligence, we are shaping the future of animal health, resulting in more effective solutions and healthier animals. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. Today we're going to have a show talking about what we do with those heifers when they get to the feed yard and they're bred. It's something that nobody wants to deal with, but we need to. Stay tuned to Doc Talk, and we'll talk more about bred heifers in the feed yard after these messages. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson, and I'm very glad you joined us today. And today we're going to talk about something um, that I deal with in feed yards. I'm a feed yard veterinarian, uh, spend a lot of time uh, dealing with, with heifers and steers and different genders coming into the to the feedlot and, and everyone, every animal brings a different opportunity and also a different issue. And uh, with our production animal consultation, PAC is the name of our veterinary group, we cover about 25 to 30% of the fed cattle in the US uh, with a lot of great veterinarians. So one of the things that we deal with with heifers coming in the feed yard is those that are bred. And what we do with heifers, especially from different types of backgrounds is we will, do a, a palpation or ultrasound those heifers uh, or blood tests to determine pregnancy status. And um, at this point in time, based on just, now this isn't hard data, but roughly speaking, 20% of heifers entering the feed yards today are bred, which is a higher number than what most people would probably guess. And of those 20%, 10% of those are what we call long bred. Or, or further than five months gestation, meaning they're probably going to deliver that calf while they're at the, the cattle feeding facility. And, and so 2% or 20% are bred, 2% are, are long bred, and, and it creates challenges, right? Because these heifers are, are usually not something we selected for breeding. They're usually lighter weight and we're gonna push them on feed, which causes some other complications. Um, and we don't have heifer calving watch in, in feed yards. And so having that understanding of uh, that this is a very much an animal welfare issue, uh, that a lot of times if we don't take care of, of, you know, number one, we'd love to have guaranteed open heifers coming into the yards. And, and if we have guaranteed open heifers, that removes a lot of things we have to do from upfront pregnancy determination. And then once we have the pregnancy determination, making sure follow-ups that we do have these heifers uh, abort because it's not something that we want to have happen of them having a term calf uh, as they're being pushed on feed and as they're... So other things that it can cause, um, you know, besides death of the heifer from, from an agonal death from trying to deliver that, that fetus, um, will have decreased performance. And, and if you look at the, the economics of heifers that are bred, that are open at arrival versus bred and aborted versus uh, allowed to maintain their pregnancy, uh, there's a huge difference in average daily gain and, and uh, break even and feed conversion because those heifers, while they may gain a lot of weight or look like they've gained a lot of body weight, um, all that energy is going towards a gravid uterus and, and towards growing that fetus the last uh, three months of gestation, which we've talked about here on the show. So, so pregnant heifers coming into the feed yard, 
cause a lot of issues. They cause disruption in our day and, and our ability to get things done and take up time and labor and people's time. They, they have poor performance and, uh, you know, they're a welfare issue from the standpoint of a lot of times when we have these heifers and they're, they need a cesarean section, the case fatality rate on those is about 50%. Uh, if you have to do a C-section on a feeder heifer and then just the pulling the calves, the fetotomies, and then the, the ultimate sacrifice of having the heifer increase our death loss. That's a lot of why we, of, of what the problem is. We'll talk about what we do about it after these messages. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson and I'm glad you joined us. And we're talking about something that happens as mismanagement uh, of heifers prior to arrival of the feed yard. Whether we leave the bulls out all year round or if we wean calves and have yearlings and different things going on where these heifers are allowed to go through puberty and be exposed to, to post-pubertal bulls and get bred. Uh, and then we sell them as feeder heifers. It's just something that um, there's a lot of guaranteed open heifer sales, and I really recommend that, uh, that we get back to some of those practices that we used to have. Um, but inevitably, some of this, you know, pregnant heifers is a reality. Again, 20% of heifers that arrive at the feed yard are bred. And so we have to do something about it. And when we do the pregnancy status, and, and so one of the things that's really important at the feed yard is to be able to age the fetus when we do the palpation or ultrasound. And based on the palpation or ultrasound, that then gives us an understanding of the regimen that we're gonna to use to, to abort that fetus, okay? And so let's just define first the, what we would call a shortbred heifer versus a longbred heifer. And the shortbred heifer is one that is less than four to five months uh, gestation. And that means at that point in time that all of our uh, progesterone that is being produced to maintain pregnancy at that point in time is coming from the corpus luteum on the, on the ovary, okay? And so that first five months, the CL is producing the progesterone saying, hey, we're pregnant, and it's maintaining that pregnancy and, and the calf and the fetus is, is there. Once we go over that four or five months gestation, um, that's when we start to consider this or call these animals what we would call long bred. And a the reason why we have a difference in longbred versus shortbred is that a longbred heifer now is producing progesterone not only from the CL on the ovary to maintain the pregnancy, but also she is producing progesterone from the placenta. And if the CL would be knocked off the ovary, the, proge the progesterone being produced by the placenta from that point forward, that five months gestation until partrition is going to be enough to maintain the pregnancy. So why is that important? Well, if we're shortbred, we can give them a shot of a prostaglandin F2 alpha or lutealis or, or whatever the, the product, generic product of, of lutealis or prostaglandin is available. And that five cc's of that product will knock out the CL, no progesterone, and the heifer abort. However, if the placenta is producing the progesterone after five months pregnancy, now we're going to have to give them another additional uh, product called dexamethasone. So if they're long bred, we're going to give them two shots. We'll give them the five cc's of the prostaglandin F2-alpha, which is going to knock the CL off the ovary, remove that progesterone, uh, uh, and then we're going to stimulate the stress response, fetal stress response, 
of giving those animals a shot of dexamethasone. Dexamethasone is the same as cortisone or cortisol, okay? The reason why we have heifers or cows give, you know, they say, well, a storm's coming in, and I suppose they're all going to calve tonight. Well, the reason why they do is because when the fetus gets big and it's time to come out, it gives off cortisol. And cortisol then triggers parturition. And, and so when we get a storm, we get a trigger in cortisol. Uh, when we get a big fetus and it's time to expel naturally, we get a, an increase in cortisol. If they get stressed because of not having feed, they, they express cortisol. So what we do is we give 10 cc's of dexamethasone with the prostaglandin F2 alpha, which simulates time for parturition. And, and then we abort those, those long bred heifers. So short bred, just prostaglandin F2 alpha, uh, longer bred, we're gonna give them two shots prostaglandin F2 alpha and dexamethasone. When we come back, we'll talk a little more about managing bred heifers in the feed yard. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson. I'm glad you joined us. We're talking about uh, bred heifers. I'm a veterinarian, a consulting veterinarian. I have a split appointment. It's kind of cool. I'm, I'm a veterinarian uh, with production animal consultation and have feedlot clients. And I also have a 50% appointment at Iowa State University where I get to work with grad students and students and faculty members. But when we have bred heifers in the feed yard, we really have four options. Okay. One, you can buy guaranteed open heifers and, or, or spayed heifers. Okay. Uh, two, we can do nothing. Three, we can preg check and abort, or number four, we can do a, a you know, mass abort um, the pen. If we're gonna do nothing, um, you better buy a calf jack uh, because we're gonna, have, we're gonna have cavers and we're gonna have difficulties. And so I really recommend uh, at the minimum preg check and abort. Now, if these heifers are really small when you buy them, um, number one, they probably didn't hit puberty, but number two, it's really hard to preg those uh, heifers because they're so small. Um, but uh, one of the things, the strategies we'll do if we haven't preg checked and we start to have, uh, you know, heifers that bag up or they start to spring is don't have your pen riders go through the pen looking for cavers when they're supposed to be focused on BRD. If we're gonna do anything in pens that we didn't do anything, we're gonna go back to those pens after we've gotten done because our number one priority is riding our pens for BRD, for lameness and for illness. And if we get distracted during the day of, of looking for piggy heifers, um, that's, that's, a, that's a problem. But when we start to have those pens that we're having one or two cavers come out of, we then want to ride through those and look for those that are that are piggy or bigger looking, uh, maybe bagging down and and bring them up to the hospital where we can at least observe them and have a set of eyes on them on a more routine uh, basis. But but doing nothing can uh, cause some issues. Now the other option is to preg check and abort. And when we preg check and abort, we talk about this first. We're going to identify long short bread and long bread because that dictates what uh, abortion protocol we're going to give uh, prostaglandin f2 alpha given to a short bread heifer does not have any impact on the immune system dexamethasone however given to a long bread heifer at the time of processing is immunosuppressive so what we'll do at many times is we'll go ahead and abort the the heifers uh, that are shortbred right there at processing, but we'll put a dangle, pink dangle tag or something that's easy to identify through the, the lot tag 
of the longer bred heifers. We'll record that and then we'll wait until that pin is through its BRD bout in the first 30, 40 days. And we'll go back and we'll identify those heifers that, that hey, we have five heifers that were long bred and pinned 218. We're gonna go over to 218, we're gonna bring them up to the hospital and we're gonna give those animals the shot of prostaglandin F2 alpha and um, dexamethasone. Now, I will leave those heifers uh, there in the hospital system because I want to, within 48 to 72 hours, this isn't an immediate uh, abortion, okay? It takes time and, and, and dilation and things to that nature. So what will happen is, is that I'll have our crews go in and pregnancy test or check those heifers at 48 to 72 hours to make sure they've aborted. Sometimes you'll come out and you won't see anything on the ground. That doesn't mean they haven't aborted. That may mean some sort of feral animal like a coyote came in, drug the fetus off, something of that nature. So really checking. If they haven't aborted, then we're gonna give them another dose of the prostaglandin F2-alpha and dexamethasone, come back at 72 hours and, and do a recheck because we wanna make sure we get that taken uh, care of. When we come back, we'll talk about some of the other options. You're watching Doc Talk. We're sure glad you joined us. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson and I'm glad you joined us. I'm a veterinarian here at Production Animal Consultation and also on faculty at Iowa State University in a split appointment. And one thing I failed to mention, we're talking about bred heifers, some of the products we use, dexamethasone is not dangerous, but prostaglandin F2-alpha can be dangerous to, to pregnant women. And so pregnant women should not handle that product. Um, and we should make sure that we don't store that product in the same fridge or any area that we're storing food, okay? Um, because it's an abortificant in cattle, it's an abortificant in dogs, cats, humans, anything with a, with a corpus luteum and, so, and progesterone. So we just are really, really careful uh, about that product uh, and being intentional, okay? The last option we talked about was mass aborting or mentioned. And the reasons why we would mass abort would be that we're only gonna give them prostaglandin F2-alpha and that we're gonna make sure, usually it's gonna be really lightweight heifers. And so one or two of them may be bred recently, but they're light enough in those five or 600 pound heifers uh, or lighter that we know they're not gonna be four, five, six months pregnant, right? So, so we're gonna catch nearly all the pregnancies as shortbreads. And, and so that's the, the first uh, one. If you don't want a mass board up front, you can wait until re-implant uh, when those heifers are bigger and they're easier to preg check or, or they're easier to ultrasound where we can come in and, and uh, do it at that point in time. But really, if we can knock it out earlier in the feeding period, it's just improved feed efficiency and improved health for the, the heifer. Now, um, some of the other reasons why you might pick to, to mass board is if you can't find someone to get there to, to do the pregnancy testing. And, and so you know your crews, you know the cattle, you know your veterinarian and the logistics of getting someone there because a veterinarian has to do the, the pregnancy testing because pregnancy status is a diagnosis and almost all of our state practice acts will show that if you're gonna diagnose something, you have to have a, a DVM. So really when we get down to it, um, the number one thing we would like to do is buy guaranteed open heifers and, or spayed heifers. And when we start to look at some of the economics of purchasing those, or even the economics, if you're a cow-calf producer out there and you can uh, advertise those animals as guaranteed open, 
it's it's worth some money in people that are going to buy those heifers and so when we start to think about this and we start to think about the economics you know there's been upwards of of 10 to 11 dollars uh per head uh, uh advantage economically to to buying those heifers that we never have to do anything with so long story short four options that we can do one we can buy guaranteed open and and uh, uh or spade heifers two we can uh, work with a veterinarian to to do pregnancy checking and, and aborting those heifers understand that we have shortbred and and longbred heifers two different programs uh two different reactions uh understanding that when we give dexamethasone that that can be immunosuppressive and and decrease the efficacy of our vaccines or decrease the ability of that animal to to form an immune response against anything that it's exposed to during the first 30 days that it's there in the feed yard um, the other one is to mass abort lightweight heifers and just give them a shot of prostaglandin f2 alpha uh, i'd rather preg check and abort when possible to get a better diagnosis better accuracy better results um, <clears throat> when we do abort those long bred heifers put them up by the hospital do rechecks to make sure that they've expelled the fetus um, and all of these go into a, a great system of taking care of the heifers that are entrusted in our care thanks for watching doc talk remember you can find us on the web at www.doctalktv.com always work with your local veterinarian and i'm dr dan thompson and i'll see you down the road